Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk about films and shit. My name is Paul Hackett. My name is I'm Paul Hackett. I love you, Paul. Paul, you're so good. Hi, Paul. Paul, you the best. For the time being. Hi-oh. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Anywho. Hi. When is the time being going to get sequelized? Ooh, certainly when we're allowed to film stuff again. I mean, that would be the obvious answer, but let's just say that's tomorrow. How soon could we jump into it if it was tomorrow? I mean, I think it'd be good because we could figure out a way to incorporate Paul's child into it as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like time again. Oh, man. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we can come up with something pretty punny with that. Put her in a hilarious outfit with light-up shoes. Kids love outfits. Uh, They do. And her parents love putting the kid in outfits. I don't know if you saw their Halloween pictures, but I kid was in like four different outfits. That's normal. <laughs> That's normal. You got a new little one. You got to yeah. dress it up in a thousand things. Right. That's going to shit on at least three of them. So four was probably the right four, choice. Yeah. One of these will not be covered in shit. Yeah. They may have made it out of Halloween without one of the <laughs> costumes being covered in poo. I mean, and you never know if Paul has to shit. Paul always has to shit. Once a week. Once a week. Once a week. <laughs> but if he's in some cumbersome co- costume at the time. Right. Could be bad. That's right. Could be. Could be very bad, especially if you're like the like the horse costume. You're the back end. It's no. just like, oh no, it's a week. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Paul, you're great. <laughs> I bring you up because you're great, and you make me happy. And every time I see you, you make me happy, and I love you. It's reasonable. That's the most heartfelt thing I've ever said on this podcast. I think so. Wow, good job, Paul. You didn't even ask me to do that. No, I was not paid for that endorsement. Mm-mm. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You should go second. What? Because I went second last time. Uh, I was trying to keep it, you know. Uh, wait, wait, do I go? No, I'm going. <laughs> oh, all right. 2010. Wait, 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 do I do I listen? Yes. Oh, all right. 2010, never sleep again. What? I can't sleep? No, not again. Oh. I watched this in May of 2020. <gasps> time to calm down, Sam. What do I even do now? <laughs> IMDb minutes on this one. Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be upset, but I know it's a documentary. It's a documentary <laughs> starring nearly everybody in all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Nearly. Movie summary: A documentary chronicling all the Nightmare on Elm Street films productions. How many are there in total? Uh, there is Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street two, three, four, five. Freddy's Dead. Mm-hmm. Then there is uh, Freddy versus. Mm-hmm. Then there is New, New Nightmare, New Nightmare yeah. and then there is this one if you want to count it, and then the remake. Ah, yes. Okay. So if you want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, you could watch 10 different things. Ooh, fun. Yeah. I did not watch the remake in oh, my no? run because it's poop soup. Uh, I never watched it. Yeah, it's not good. But I love Jack, Jackie Early, oh, he's Earl, so great. Early, Haley. He's so good. I'm loving him in The Tick. Mm. Yeah, I'm going back and doing The Tick. Um. So my thoughts on this movie is so watchable. It's so good. You can watch just like a 40-minute snippet of one of them if you want and then stop because it breaks it into movies. Oh, good. So it's just like you can watch one or two of them and then I'm done with this for now and you can pick it back up later. It's so infinitely watchable. Everybody's pretty honest, even like Robert Shea who has had a new line. He started New Line Cinema. Craven gets into the the um, disagreement they had together. They don't get like into deep details, but they do acknowledge that there was a problem after one and they had a falling out. That's good. And that got rectified later before New Nightmare and everything. Like it was, it was really like 
pretty earnest look at everything. It was a lot of fun to watch. Ernest. Yeah. When are we going to watch an earnest movie? We say Vern and Ernest, and it just makes me chuckle. Hey, Vern. Hey, Vern. So if you want to find out about, there's a lot of behind the scenes from the effects people, and it's really, if you're into this kind of nerdy movie shit, like when I did You're So Cool Brewster and everything, this one is kind of the gold standard, and it kind of created the formula that everybody follows through these longer, epic-length documentaries about a film or a series of films. You should make them digestible. Yeah. I, I personally would release it as like a web series or something. I would, yeah. I would divvy it up. Yeah, that's kind of, and they kind of, you feel like they could if they wanted to down the line, but now everybody, there's Crystal Lake Memories, Leviathan, You're So Cool, like all these epic length versions that all kind of follow this format. Right. Which is pretty cool. IMDb gives us an 8.6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes critics, seven people gave it 100%. <laughs> it's not a lot of people, people. Audience, 1,078 people gave it 94%. Well, all right. And I fall right in the middle, 9.5. You're going to get everything nice. you want out of this if you're into it. I mean, you're clearly into it if you're watching it. Right. So you will enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's just well shot. It's well made. The stories are well told. They include the um, TV series, Freddy's Nightmares. Mm. They got a bunch of people who directed episodes of that to come on, and there's like That's a bunch cool. of footage. It's like it's really impressive the amount of work they did for this particular project. So for what it is... Gotta get. I mean, I can't say that they did anything really too poorly. It's so nice to see something that is a guarantee. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Well, Max, my next movie is a first in a way. Okay. This is the first movie I've watched ever. That no. Oh. That I borrowed from you. Ooh. We're doing it. Here we are. Jim Cotta. <sighs> my goodness, I'm so excited to talk about this film. <laughs> this film's so good. I need a drink real quick. Go yeah, ahead, take, start talking. You got it. 1985. I watched it on 9/11, as you should. Uh, one hour, 30 minutes, the perfect time. Yeah. Genre action thriller, directed by Robert Klaus. Do you know what he did? I do not. Enter the Dragon. Oh no, shit. Total shit. Wow. Wait, that doesn't sound right. But he did it. No shit. Absolute shit. Wait, I don't know how to reply. Absolute bollocks. This is absolute bollocks. Uh, starring Kurt Thomas, Techi Abay- Agbayano. That's not right. He's got to fight through a different a different language and his own handwriting here. Oh, it's so bad. I don't know why. I really got to make this line so much bigger. And Richard Norton. Yes. Uh, IMDb summary. An American gymnast travels to a foreign country to compete in a deadly game, not won by anyone other than a native in more than 900 years. Yep. Hey, I'm going to go compete in this thing. I can't statistically win. Yep. Oh, and it's deadly AF. And also, I know gymnastics. Yes. So this movie did something clever, I feel. They said, we want him to do all these flippy-doos. Do we just get a guy who's known his whole life to do flippy-doos? A gymnast? Yeah. And they did, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Kurt Thomas hadn't acted before this, I don't believe. And uh, he just, he does so good. Considering yeah. considering everything, he did great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Thomas, if you don't know, was the first American to win gold, I believe, for gymnastics. Sounds right. Awesome. Awesome dude. Yeah. And um, my bullet points, a solid adventure movie with a weird hook. Because gymnastics, I'm going to fight you with gymnastics. Yep. It's pretty awesome, though. It's way more awesome than it sounds, i got to say. Yep. There are some silly moments, but I was very surprised by the flow. This is definitely an adventure movie. This felt 
kind of like like an Indiana Jones, but with gymnastics. Yes, I, I would say like it just felt like all right, I'm in this foreign land. There, that guy don't like me. Uh, you know, there's some good and some bad people. How do I do this without offending people? I got to survive. Right. Um, there is a hook that his father had attempted to do this prior, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know what happened to him. So there's a lot going on, a lot to unpack. Yep. Uh, Kurt Thomas is fairly good as an actor, and choosing an athlete definitely pays off. It is based off a book that is super hard to find. Mm. Uh, the book is called The Terrible Game. I don't actually think that book's about gymnastics, though. I right. think it's the idea behind it. Uh, if gymnastics creep into that book, it's probably not a lot. Uh, that pommel horse. Can we talk about the pommel horse? It's the part that either makes or breaks the movie for you. Yes, because there's a scene you're like more a little better than halfway in. There's all these... They're not undead, but they're like undead people in this town. I think they're, what were they, all criminally insane? Yeah. They all were, were lobotomized or something. Something yep. made these people Yeah, consider... like the whole like traditional zombie kind of thing. Correct. Yeah. And a lot of people bite it in that scene. There's a lot of competitors in this deadly game don't make it out. Yep. In the middle of it, there's just a pommel horse in the middle of the town. In the middle of the town, yep. So there it is. And he's like, all right. And he runs. He jumps up on the pommel horse. He wows me because they, they have these great shots. It's not, um, not a lot of cuts. No. Like you're seeing him do some martial arts level gymnastics and kicking all these extras in the face. Like everybody did a good job. He was surrounded by tons of people. Yeah. I find it impressive. Yes, it's silly. There's a pommel horse. Oh, yeah. But I can forgive it because what they did with it was so awesome to watch. It's, yeah, it's like they sat with him specifically and like him and the stunt coordinator and the fight coordinator were all like, how can we make this work? And it's just mm-hmm. like, we'll do this. It'll be badass. Right. It's awesome. Like, he does a lot of things jumping on flagpoles and doing, like, spinning around, like, classic yes. gymnastics stuff, and they make it work. Mm-hmm. He's running around getting shot at. Like, everything felt good. This is That's why I compare it to Indiana Jones. It yeah. It feels like that kind of adventure movie. And my last bullet point, this is better than it has any right to be. I know when I was lending you other movies, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you should take this one. You're like... <laughs> What are you handing me? I was like, <laughs> trust me, you're going to like it. Yes, I still have to watch those other ones. Yes, but you watch this one. Yes. Well, by the time this comes out, I bet I watched them. Let's hope. <laughs> Maybe. Otherwise, <laughs> when this comes out, call me on it. Yeah, right. Like, hey, I, I, there is a limit. You know, yeah. Like, watch the damn things. <laughs> uh, they're movies we've already talked about on the podcast. Right. So so I, have not, I have not prioritized. Right. <laughs> Sadly, though. Sadly, Kurt Thomas did pass away this past year. Oh, wow. Unfortunately. Complications of a stroke. Oh, that sucks. Rest in peace. Yeah. Very sad. I was sad to find that. I was like, oh, there's news about Jim. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That does suck. Yeah, just, just, you know, cool dude. There was a nice little blurb from his wife who just, you know, he was a sweet guy and he was happy and everybody loved him and blah, blah, blah. As you would expect. Yeah, as you would, because the guy great. He is. IMDb, so, so I like this movie. It does fit in my weird category, but it's good. Is it that good? How does the average person feel about this movie? IMDb gives it a 4.5. Okay. Rotten Tomato critics, 17% mm. out of 12 people. A lot of wrong folks. Rotten Tomatoes audience, 40% out of 3,800 some odd people. I give it a 5.5. It's a good movie. I like it a lot. I know it's going to be hard for your average viewer to make it through. I think so. If you're not a fan of like martial arts films and adventure films and you don't mind a, like a little bit of campy in there, we got to mind a lot of bit of campy, but it's just so much fun. If you're having a couple drinks and you're having a buddy over, a couple buddies over, and you want to throw something on, it's just like, here's some crazy shit. Jim Cotta. It also does one of my favorite things movies, especially of the 80s, did, is when you get to the end and whenever that last scene is, you just have somebody strike a pose and then we have some words go by and we're done. Yep. It's like, 
and then everything happened, and blah, 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 the end. That's right. I'm like, all right, you just didn't feel like filming that. I got nope. it. Nope, not at all. <laughs> didn't have the money, budget <laughs> ran out. The show don't tell, except at the end. That's right. Just tell everybody what happened. <laughs> and he went on to live a happy life. That's right. 2002. That's a year. The year of punch drunk love. Oh. I watched this in May mm-hmm. of 2020. One hour, 35 minutes, genre romance. Ooh. Directed by the wonderful... Iconic Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh. My favorite Anderson of directors. Anderson. Better than, certainly better than Paul W.S. Anderson. There is a bunch of them, isn't there? There is also Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think he's better than him as well. Nice. Fight me. I don't want to. Oh, okay, not you. I meant the audience. Oh. That's oh. why I looked over at them. Oh, they, oh right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just have a voodoo doll that has audience written on its head. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So if you've been having splitting headaches. It's not our fault. Whoops. Should like Paul Thomas Anderson as uh, the superior Anderson. That's right. Starring Adam Sandler, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Emily Watson. Okay. Movie summary for this is killer and I did not write it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like how you have to preface that. A psychologically troubled novelty supplier is nudged towards a romance with an English woman, all while being extorted by a phone sex line run by a crooked mattress salesman and purchasing a stunning amount of pudding. (laughs) So good. So good. So much to unpack there. There is. My thoughts on this movie is this is Adam Sandler's best performance bar none in a film. Nice. It is so good. It's such a great character study for a very unique character. The soundtrack is the... the Popeye soundtrack, the Robin Williams Popeye soundtrack. Nice. It's, it works so well in this movie. That's great. It's so, just across the board, so well done. The visuals are great. The colors, the way he uses color in this film is really thoughtful. Philip Seymour Hoffman is fantastic. He's Always. not in a ton, but he's just such a good skeezy bastard in this movie. It's just so very much down to earth. Authentic. It feels very much like this is something that could happen to a guy, especially somebody who's a little troubled. And it's just really good. Luis Guzman's in this in a nice. small role. He's great. He's always great, too. <sighs> Man, it's just so good. Have you watched Community? No, not a lot. There's a whole thing about him specifically nice. as a man in Community. It's pretty great. And I also appreciate him. So I was just like so delighted when that came out. I was like, oh, this is so terrific. <laughs> but overall, movie is just fantastic. If, you, if you're if you into Adam Sandler and you want to see one that's way off, like don't go in thinking you're going to see like The Water Boy or Little sure. Nicky or something. Sure. This is not that movie. This is him actually really trying to act. And apparently in interviews with him recently, um, they mentioned this movie and he said he was terrified to do this movie because I guess he was approached by Anderson to do it. Sure. And he was afraid he was going to completely ruin the movie. Sure. He's like, I'm not a good enough actor to do this. But he is. But he is. Yeah, I think I, he's I understand great. that though. The fear of leaving your comfort zone, especially when your comfort zone is working. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we all know him for very specific things, right? And this movie is not that. So if you want to see him really kind of expand his range and just a really awesome movie, can't recommend this one enough. Nice. IMDb 7.3 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics 194 critics gave it a 79%. Audience 140,000, 100 and either 20 or 70. <laughs> gave it a 77%. We'll call it 50. So they're all kind of in the mid to high 70s. Okay. I say, no, sir. 8.5 wow. out of 10. There you go, Mr. Sandler. Yes, awesome Mr. movie. Mr. Netflix himself. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Yeah. Well, this is a movie that would really be weird if Adam Sandler was in it. Hmm. But he's not. This movie is from 1989. It's called The Church. Hmm. Or La Chesa. 
because oh. it's an Italian movie. I know this movie. Yes. I watched it on 9-12. Ooh, that's September 12th. Yeah. It's an hour 42. It's horror. 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 Directed by Michelle Soavi. Soavi? Sure. Soavi? Eh, Suave. Suave. Starring Hugh Quarshi. Mm-hmm. Tomas Arena. I just figured that was the guy from Slayer. Uh, Slayer. Fedor Chalapin Jr. Sure. Bunch of guys. Yeah. Bunch of dudes doing dude stuff down at the old church. The dudery. The dudery, brother. Yep. I am to be summary. An old Gothic cathedral built over a mass grave develops strange powers which trap a number of people inside with ghosts from a 12th century massacre seeking to resurrect an ancient demon from the bowels of the earth. Ah, Italian horror movies. (laughs) They get me every time. Uh, This was written, amongst other people, by Dario Argento. That sounds about right. That's your boy. There's enough paragraph in there of plot that it had to be an Argento. That's right. <laughs> Features some wild effects, both in the beginning and end of the movie, especially. Like, there's a lot of, of drag in the middle, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're setting up for some insanity, and once you get there, you're like, oh my god, what am I even looking at? Yeah. Because the physical uh, effects that are done for some of the more demonic stuff, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. I have to really, I have to, I have to pause this a second and think about what I just saw. <laughs> there's some heavy shit. The Italians were doing some wild shit. They really were. Yeah. They really, really were. There's a flashback scene that absolutely rules. It's so well done. It is the opening scene. Mm. Uh, It is the massacre in question before the church is built over it. Yeah. It's wild. I was like, this is so good. It's like the intro to uh, Wishmaster, where it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Right, but it just paints the, the mood. Perfectly. So, like, you're like, oh, there's some some demons or whatever in this church that want out and they want revenge? Yeah, of course they do. Mm -hmm. I understand completely what happened because I saw people get brutalized. Yeah, it's really good. Brutalized, yes. Brutalized. Uh, Dark tone, not for the super religious. I wouldn't do it. No. Because it's, you know... Pretty offensive at times. It can be. Yeah. Uh, Many elements at play all at once. Uh, Usually works, but it's sometimes a little disorienting. Yep. No doubt. I thought this movie was a lot of fun. I like the difference in this the Italian way of, of movie making where it's like, you know who your main character is. And, you know, usually in like an American movie, they're gonna make it all the way through, they're gonna they're gonna slowly build to this heroic thing. This guy who is clearly the main character, you know he is fucked. Yep. From like ten minutes in, you're like, This guy is screwed. Yeah. Now it's like how screwed? Yep. Let's find out. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, just there's so much danger in those movies. Like, yeah. nothing is off limits. Yeah, and there was some really strong performances from some of the priest characters. Both the, there's an older one who's like, I know what's going on. Yeah. And just let it happen. We can't stop it now. Right. And then there's the younger priest who's like, I got to try to save people. And then he kind of realizes he's screwed and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm still going to try and save people. And so good. They do a good mix of people in the church. Once things really start going down, like there's an annoying couple that just got married. There's a kids on a field trip or something looking yeah. at like the old church. And it's just like, oh my God, please murder all these children. <laughs> Please murder that woman. <laughs> Demons. <laughs> I know you want to come out. Yep. These are the people. Please get them. Yeah. Uh, everybody else can live or not. I don't care. But those guys, let's get them. Let's <laughs> this get them. group of folks. This need group to get it. of folks. Thank God they're going to be murdered. Yep. Uh, just a really wild movie and really gorgeous church. I mm-hmm. assume it's a real church with some, I'm sure they built some additions or whatever on, but like, yeah. man, there was some, the catacombs and just some wild stuff. Yep. I concur. So I would love to go to Italy and look at some churches because it's wild. Yeah, pretty cool. IMDb gave this a 6.2. 
Rotten Tomato Critics gave it 64%. That was 11 critics. So this is one of those times people should go back. The audience gave it 49% out of 2,400 some odd people. They gave it a 7.0. It's a super solid movie. It's, again, not going to be for everybody, but I think if you're going into a movie called The Church and you know that it has to do with demonic things, this will not disappoint you. Nice. And that, that's, that's it. That's it. Not that's disappointed. It. You're that's, not disappointed. That's, that's it. Congratulations. We're, you're welcome. All right. See you next Monday.